1: Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Thursday edition. Of everyday connection. I'm Rico Shields. And as always, I have uh sixteen hundred miles away right here with me, Jean Victoria Nor Norlock. Hi. Hello. See How there, are I you? tried to say something new and my whole mouth just ceased just functioning.
2: When i want you. <laughs>
1: no. Maybe that's why Esther always says good morning. It's just what you say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, and all the rest.
1: As a picture of dogs that I had on my profile earlier a couple of days ago said, Happy Hanukkah and all that schmaltz. Yeah. And um, Kwanzaa we can do next week. I think it will still be Kwanzaa when we're on next Tuesday.
2: Will it be Kwanzaa still?
1: I believe so. Starts 26th. Awesome. We'll have David tour up here, so I may have to do all the talking. I don't know. Gene <laughs> <Jean> swoons.
2: <clears throat> I will promise not to swoon when he's actually on the show.
1: No, because you want to talk to him so you can get a hang. I know you.
2: Absolutely. I'll get a hang. Um, so, hey, what are we doing tonight? Because it's Christmas-ish. Ish. Ish. It's
1: Christmas-ish. Well, Christmas time to be with family, so we have family with us for guests. Of course all like all of our guests are family, but um uh, uh, this one is especially family. Especially. And um especially family, long time known to you. Yes?
2: Yes. Well yes. a couple of years. Couple yes. of years.
1: That's longer than most of our guests.
2: Absolutely. Fellow author. Um and just an all around incredible personality.
1: Yes. Nancy Goss.
2: Hi. Hi you
0: two Oh gosh, I just enjoy listening to both of you talk so much. You have so much, <laughs> such good vibe and energy, and wow, I'm I'm honored that that's you uh, the, that I'm I'm the, such a.
2: <laughs> you don't hear us in the morning having coffee. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's all. all right. Uh, we've been working on a film um, just recently. Oh, well, you know about that. But um, we we've, we've been we've been we we spent a lot of time hammering out deets on um, the the planning of the film and. We spent a lot of time having really loud coffee in the morning.
1: It reminds me of a story that Wayne Dyer just told. It's a it's a quick one, but he was talking about his children. He was giving a talk in Tampa, and all eight of his children were there. It's pretty rare. And um, he was talking about one of them when she was 11 years old, putting her hand on her hip, looking at him. Well, I wonder what all those people would think about Mr. Positive now. <laughs> And then turned and looked at her little sister and said, would you buy a book from a man that yells at his 11-year-old daughter? He called it, the teenage years, the deep wisdom learning years from the children. He said he chases them around with a notepad so he can keep track of what they had to say.
0: So Very true. You know, I don't have children myself, but I, I know teenagers are a wealth of teaching because they're just so full of ideas and creativity and they they certainly see through when we are not living up to our word or doing things that we're saying supposed to be done
2: <laughs>
1: and usually have no trouble calling us on it either Absolutely oh, not
2: at all No, not at all. They um I you know, I don't even like I said, I don't I don't even wait for Madison to say anything cuz she just gives me the look <laughs> That mother look and I can totally understand this um, when you buy a book from a man who yells at his 11 year old because, I don't know, people buy my books, and I've been known to raise a voice here and there. Um, it's a parent thing.
1: It happens. <laughs> it um, happens. I'm sure I it's hard to some to know that it happens to Wayne Dyer, you know. Right? I,
0: <laughs> well, I you think know that awesome. – awesome. The range of human emotions is a beautiful thing really and and I know in in the moment when we're faced with it, we don't always see that, but in hindsight I mean without those emotions, life would be pretty boring so i I think it's great you know teenagers are a good reflection of that,
2: oh yeah, absolutely.
1: absolutely. He said he kind of snuck out of the room you know with his head down after she said that, so you know they'll do that.
2: it's much yeah. fun, awesome. So what do you want to talk about tonight, Nancy? Because there's no point in saying who the hell are you and what do you do? Because we already covered that. Um, well, you know, the interesting I, I think this is a very interesting time of year. And for me personally,
0: it, it's a time of, of really seeing a lot of things come together. I mean, I, I wrote my book, Obscurity in Your Face, and it, it's all about my coming of age, of uh, not just in terms of coming into my womanhood and my identity as a lesbian, but also coming into a sense of, soul purpose and, and who I am and what the hell I'm doing on this this planet to begin with, all of those things coming together. And, and now, cre- Christmas time in particular, you know, people start to review how the year has gone and looking forward to the year coming up. And right now, because our, our planet is in so much crisis, I, I think it's also a very deep reflective time for us as individuals to, to really kind of look at you know what the hell's going on with us and where are we in the middle of all this chaos and you know what becomes our compass and our north star and we we are looking for that so um for me i think that's a really interesting topic of conversation just to talk about our own conscious evolution as individuals as well as part of a larger humanity
2: you just had actually you just had a event um, yes. not just, but not, yep. not too far ago, um, with the mother of conscience herself actually in the house. Do you want to talk a little bit bit about that and share with us maybe your experience meeting her and her message? Um, that would be cool. Yeah. You know, I, I Oh gosh, there's so much I could say. Like I get shivers
0: when I even think about it because it's it just, it's so amazing. Barbara Marks Hubbard is, um, Wow! Like I can't even put into words. Like she's, you know, the the mother of conscious evolution. She's um, the voice for, you know, wisdom and helping us map the gap between the next leap in our evolution as humanity to to co-create where we're going in in the cosmic unfolding. So in in November, Gaia Center, which is a nonprofit organization that I'm a part of, we had barbara marx hubbard come in and be part of a synergistic convergence event and and that event was amazing because it was an opportunity for so many different people from different sectors of the community and different places in in their their own personal journeys in life came together to come to the realization that you know we all have these gifts and these inspirations and these creative impulses that we want to share And we learned how we are part of a a larger wheel of creating and sharing those resources and supporting each other in that spiral of evolution. So for me, meeting Barbara Marks Hubbard and being able to be part of this process and, and put a language to this impulse that I personally have been feeling for as long as I can remember from the time I was like, six years old, suddenly I had a language for all of these impulses that were driving me and in, in feeling like there's something more out there, that there's there's some larger planetary or soul energy driving something that we, we couldn't yet grasp. A really exciting project came out of that event, which I, I think is only beginning to see the light of day, and it was a project um, that was... Inspired from this event, and it was created by Fred Jenny, who's a software designer and He took um a typical dating site format or platform and created this vocational dating and This vocational dating idea came from this synergistic convergence event and provides a platform for people to match up their skills, talents and inspirations with resources and supports. So in a way it's, it's a platform for bridging the gap for how we all have this impulse that we want to grow and expand and broaden and support the unfolding of human evolution in a way that we're all living our passions and being supported in expressing from that essence of who we are. So that was just one of the exciting things that came out of that event. So
2: so basically you go to this place and you have a talent, a skill or an idea and you put mm-hmm. it out there and people jump on board and say, sure, we'll yes, play with it's, you. It's basically,
0: yes, it's. Um, That's so cool. It's, it, you know, it it's a. <laughs> Creative evolutionary process that you know is it's literally creating a new society, a new way of being, a new humanity is unfolding and it's unfolding based on our own creative impulses. So I mean, this
2: that's, that's what we've been A be whole new anyways, economy but, but is, this is yes.
1: cool. of, of cool. I've got this talent, well I've got these resources, okay, y'all get together and it'll be fun. And yes. That's that's an economy I'd like to participate in fully.
2: Yeah, I'm totally down with that for sure. Well, I mean,
0: I've heard so many times over the years people making various comments about, you know, there's got to be a better way or there's, you know, I'd love to be able to do this but I just don't have the money or I just don't have this skill or whatever the case might be. Well, this process that's happening is recognizing that, you know, we all have that creative impulse in us and it's just a matter of, bringing that energy together and supporting each other in our growth. And boy, are we
2: going to, you know, push that forward and and create a whole new way of being in the world. Totally. You know, it's it's exactly how the film for us is coming together. Um, We put it out there to the universe that we needed this, this and this and this. Now we have director, we have assistant director, we have a a program manager and a website guy. And that's all within a week. Yes, because everyone is responding to that place of
0: being vocationally aroused, and they have this creative impulse inside them that is screaming to be expressed. So when all of those energies come together in a common recognition and relating to each other in that way, it it naturally catapults that process forward. I Um,
1: totally... um, I'm sorry, a total investment so far of like what... Ten bucks, Jane?
2: Oh, I don't know. For a I domain would actually,
1: name? Yeah, for, <laughs> I think
2: that's as much as it costs. We have a musician working on the song for the movie, yeah. like the theme song for the movie. And I got the coolest email today from our assistant director saying, it is so much fun doing research for change makers. Yes. That's Awesome. For me as a writer, to have my assistant, you know, our assistant director write to me and say, I'm having fun doing this. This is cool. Look what I'm learning. Look what I'm finding. That's cool. There's so much positive energy around one project. And other people I've talked to who've done projects like this just put it out to the universe and wait for the right people to come along. It's a guaranteed success. You cannot go wrong. And that,
0: you know, that to me speaks of, you know, this new economy, like Rick referred to, you know, creating a new economy. Well, our new economy is just that. It's people responding from a place of just having fun and enjoying what they're naturally good at and what they naturally enjoy in a way that supports each other so that there's not a price tag attached, that the supports needed fall into place naturally and beautifully because everyone is honoring that. Place of expression.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's totally awesome. I would love to um, check out this organization that you're talking about. Is it's, there a um, do you have a website for that? Yeah, there
0: there is a website. It's triple dot net. So I'll spell that out for you. It's s y n c o n h u b dot net.
1: You got that, Rick? I got that. Up then, on my screen. The synergistic convergence hub, vocational yes. dating. I just awesome. love that. It's awesome. I just love, love that. It.
2: So that
0: you know, to me the whole conversation is around all of this, you know, like this trend, you know, now there's so much more emphasis on, you know, sustainable living, sustainable work, but what does that really mean? So when we think about, you know, our own personal development growing up, you know, we have lots of questions about, what am I really doing here? What's my purpose? You know, I want to be doing something to have fun, but at the same time, we recognize there's practical needs to be met, you know, to live in society, and all of that comes together, and, you know, part of a, a process, this evolution that's happening now with humanity is that we're we're recognizing that, you know, we can consciously create our way of being in the world in a way that honors our natural inclinations. And I, I don't know, I I could go off in so many different directions. I'm just really excited about how all of this seems to be coming together. And um, Barbara Marks Hubbard, uh, she's written many books, and she talks about the conscious evolution and the, and the wheel, uh, the spiral of creation. And I really relate to that on a personal level, and it's interesting to me because my book that I wrote came from a place of asking all those questions of, you know, there's got to be something more. There's a purpose to all this, but, you know, what's this really all about? So this book that I wrote was kind of a a catharsis. It just sort of came out of nowhere. I wrote it in like four days, and it was just deeply inspired from some place deep inside me that had something to say. I put it away for uh, probably about five years because it was just like, oh, you know, I don't know what to do with this. It's like, okay, fine, it's it's done, it's, you know, out there, whatever. But it got shoved away in a closet and then one day it came out again and I realized that it was part of that, it was part of the cycle for me that I was going through my own personal evolution and stages of growth in terms of the spiritual side of me, you know, that the creative drive that was in me to be that something more.
2: It's um, it's interesting as an author to look back and read my first work. Yeah. And I know a lot of other authors would say the same. It's like, you know, you look back three years and go, I wrote that? huh.
0: <laughs> What was I, I, I know it, it, it's just there's there's such a, a creative um, unfolding, and it's almost like um, you know you think of a butterfly going through the, the stages of forming from a caterpillar into the chrysalis, and then you know suddenly it breaks free into this beautiful new creation. And you know again, referring to Barbara Marx Hubbard, and she often speaks of the imaginal self that are awakening and encoded in us is this imaginal waiting to be given birth you know like the the butterfly and you know people relate to the the idea of transformation in in their spiritual growth but there's something encoded in us that is moving us through these stages of creative development and and we're consciously evolving and as we're evolving these imaginal cells are waking up and Bringing us to that place of expressing the essence of who we truly are, and all the talk about 2012, you know, and the fears about oh my god, what's going to happen? The world's going to collapse, whatever. Well, you know, it, it's chaos it is. leads <laughs> chaos chaos leads to the birthing of something new and exciting. And we are at a really momentous time right now to be able to embrace all that we're doing that is good, and you know this SimCon hub, you know the, the work that Barbara Marx Hubbard is doing, the work that, that you and Rick are doing by having this program and giving a platform for people to talk about their ideas and share their talents and skills, and all of these things happening and coming together is part of that conscious evolution that's unfolding and giving a voice to the new humanity that's coming forth
2: well it's really just so much fun though i mean wow you well and around. watching
1: it just sprout up yeah. everywhere everybody's yeah. talking about it
0: well how often do you hear in you know when people are going through transformative process would you say oh you know but this feels so hard i'm struggling so much and you know there's an expectation that to grow and, you know, become something great that there has to be a struggle. Well, we're starting to realize that, no, it doesn't have to be a struggle, that, you know, this beautiful, amazing unfolding can happen smoothly and easily because we can tune in to that natural encoded imaginal that lies in us already. So your film project coming together and, you know, the, the community that was built and, Gene, and how you and I met, it happened yeah. from one of those places of purely in, inspired moments coming together that was part of that larger expression of, of essence that is showing us that, you know, when we just breathe and have fun and be that fun, joyous, natural being that we are amazing things come out of that
2: yeah it's it's absolutely absolutely true and um the synchronicities now i mean there's no you can't even keep track of them it's it's just boom 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 boom, boom. you know everything falls into place and you know when you meet somebody i was mm. supposed to meet that person yeah it's and just, you know it's as natural as breathing
0: yes and and that's exactly it you know that the that flow and i i often relate it to the tides in the ocean you know that and our, our breathing like our lungs we don't have to stop and think about breathing necessarily it's something that just happens it's part of the natural rhythms so you know the ebb and flow of the tides they come in they go out and, you know there's that that moment in between that it seems that there's a stillness or, or nothing happening but in that stillness there is so much potential and action of something ready to unfold. And, you know, when we allow that flow just as natural as our breath, we don't have to think about it. We don't have to push it or place expectations on it. We just allow it to be, and it flows as easily as our breath.
1: Yeah, and, and, and with as as little worry, you know, as Abraham you mentioned mention often, yeah we don't get up in the morning and freak out that we might run short of air and try to save it up in bags or something for the afternoon <laughs> you know yeah. it, it it you just breathe and um but it some of the things that I have seen are, are you know I have seen some tremendous miracles in individual lives and and have come really to expect it, but some of the things going on on the public stage are just you know. Blowing my mind, uh, I saw today a um, or late last night a TED talk from um, Gabriel Bernstein, Gabby Bernstein, and people may have heard of her. She does coaching. She does uh, a Course in Miracles, actually, um, and uh, but just recently, Elle magazine. Now that's a big, trendy, commercialized. Hoo-ha, L Magazine, it seems. But they wrote so long Carrie Bradshaw, there's a new role model for Go Getting Thirty somethings Gabriel Bernstein is doling out inner peace and self love for the postmodern spiritual set. Wait a minute, we're gonna have a course in miracles teacher, coach, inspirational
2: Well, come on, look at look at the Replace
1: Carrie Bradshaw from Sex
2: Person and, of the Year on Time Magazine. Okay. Was the protester? Now, if that's not a monumental shift in acceptance and perception, I don't know what is.
1: Oh, and just just everywhere.
2: I mean, it was fabulous to see that. I'm like, yeah, a person of the year, woohoo! And so is almost everybody. Every other single person I know. That's so cool that people are recognizing it and it's going mainstream. It's going mainstream on on such a large scale. Listen to the music that's coming out now and really listen to the music that's coming out now. And you cannot deny that these people know exactly what's going on and they're saying it. They're saying it plain as day. Nickelback's latest song. Yeah. That's one example, you know, I Uh, mean,
1: well, and, and the protester, uh, just this last week, I guess it was two or three days ago. Um, Anyway, for about a month now, there's this little village in China. They got mad because the government came in and seized a bunch of land. And so they protested. And then, of course, the Chinese government clamped down on any web searches for the name of the village and blah, blah, blah. Right? Uh, But because of the global Internet, the story kept getting out. Pictures of the protests, little films. And the Chinese government backed down. They blinked. They gave the people their land back and entered talks with them about what to do going forward. Not a shot fired. Nobody was killed. You know, just people stood up and said, no, no, shenanigans. Whoa.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that.
1: (laughs) And if they can do that in rural China, you can do it anywhere. Really. Absolutely. This, you know,
0: I, I'm sitting here and I'm listening and I'm thinking, you know, the still quiet voice of truth that, you know, like, like water on rock, that it doesn't always have to be these huge, you know, big blowouts of whatever happening. It's, you know, holding that place of truth and being steady and true and holding it in alignment and integrity A simple word, a simple phrase spoken in truth holds more power than any of the other dramas or games or, you know, just much ado about nothing that people go on with. And your example, the the story about this happening in China is is a great example of that, that when when truth is spoken, people can't help but respond to that. And, and of course, it creates waves, and it doesn't have to be – done in any kind of grandiose way because truth will shine through regardless. A, a, Always. A good friend of mine right now is um, making big headlines in the States. Um, she's a investigative blogger. Her name is Crystal Cox, and she is under the gun right now for a defamation suit for taking on the big um, corporations and exposing on truth, basically, and um, speaking truth to the best of her ability and speaking the voice for people who feel they have no voice. And she's making huge waves just by sharing truth and talking about it and bringing things open for discussion. And it's it's just amazing the process that's unfolded just from her blogging about it and sharing um discussions that people bring up and it, it like to me that's another example of you know this change in the way that we're doing things that you know it's no longer about the system the current systems that are in place have no choice but to change because they're not working anymore and people you know the whole occupy movement is all about people recognizing that hey wait a minute here you know this is not working anymore we got to do things differently so, you know, power to the people.
2: It's 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 incredible to watch and to be a part of. And I'm for all that I, you know, had a, had a child and thought, you know, was it really the right idea bringing her into the world that we're living in? Um now seeing what's going on now, what exciting times to be bringing a child up in. Like just absolutely the coolest adventure for her, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. Well, you're you're
0: right. I mean, what an amazing time for a, a child to, right from the get-go, come into a world where you're able to recognize that, wow, you know, I have power in, in my choice, that I have power, that, you know, they're not entering into some boxed system that is, you know, defining who
2: they are from from the starting gate that's amazing yeah. it is it is amazing um, we're lucky we're so lucky
1: very very fortunate
2: well you know I, I I think
0: getting back to my book for for a minute like when I wrote about a lot of that stuff I, I shared it with a friend of mine recently and I asked for her input what she thought of it in terms of um, like a, a tool for adolescents for, for people you know trying to figure it all out And what strikes me is that even when I was growing up, there were still so many limitations and sort of defined roles that we had to break through in in order to get to a place of feeling empowered and worthy and that we actually had a voice that was valid. And I'm only 39, but I think of kids today growing up, they have so much more openness and so much more opportunity that even i didn't have when i was growing up mm-hmm. so for that amount of change to happen in such a short period of time i, I think it's just it's phenomenal
2: it's I, phenomenal
0: I, kudos to you know kids today because they are so bright and so intelligent oh. and and so willing to pick up the the torch and say you know i'm here this is who i am i have something to say
2: Aren't they just the coolest? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> they are so cool. The youth today are so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I think
1: amazing we, is not big enough a word, really. Yeah,
2: huh? I don't. You know, I was. We were. I was on my way into the room to, to do the show tonight and I was kind of bouncing into the room going, I can't wait till I'm 80. I can't wait to see what's going on in the world then. Cause I'm just thinking to everything that's gone on in the last year with January coming up and, you know, 2012, right around the corner, Christmas is the celebration of, you know, rebirth, renewal, a second chance, um, you know, a hope Hope for humanity really is what this season is about, and I am reflecting on the on the last year and I'm thinking to myself, we did it, we did it, you know we we tipped over the edge and made it to the other side and now it's all downhill from here, baby, and what a ride it's gonna be it's just cool, and it's I don't know. I don't have words for it. Sometimes I just think about it and I'm like, wow, the changes. And I get goosebumps and I get excited and I want to dance around and sing songs and just be a little kid celebrating the fact that, yeah, we did it. Um, And, I, you know, that's that's my expression of these times that we're living in. I'm happy that I'm here because it's fun. We've, we've broken through
0: some kind of threshold, and I, and I don't really have a word for it either. Like you said, it's just this feeling of exuberance, of feeling like, oh, finally, you know, after all this struggle and all this whatever, and here we are, and the funny part is that it took us this long to realize that it was so easy to get there (laughs) you know and and i talk to you know i talk to 50 60 even 70 year olds who who are saying like oh wow this feels so great like why didn't i understand this sooner but you know that's the beauty of it now is that young people today are getting it. They already know it. So they're not having to go through that big struggle. And it's just, they know that it's fun and easy and they don't have to go through that big struggle. So, you know, what a gift for them to to just step into that and be it. It is.
2: Like I said, there's no words. I'm speechless again. Is it song time?
1: Yeah. Well, it's almost song time, yeah. I was just going (laughs) to... Mentioned old Bob Geldorf, musician and all about, you know, creative fellow at the uh, One Young World conference in uh, I think it was in South Africa this year, who stood up there and just looked at these young, you know, whole auditorium full of young leaders from all around the globe, and just said, "I can't wait to see what you guys are going to do." It's just ah! anyway. Um, okay, so uh, Christmas song. We uploaded two of them in a big rush right at the beginning of the show, and it's only letting me have one of them. So I guess we'll have uh, Silver Bells or something <laughs> like that, and um, then I'll see. I I could hit reload on the studio, and it would probably fix it, but it'd probably hang up on everybody. So we yeah, us yeah, not I do, do that. that. Uh, <laughs> so here's Silver Bells. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Mm. Oh, that was nice. Silver
0: bells. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Silver bells. You know, I, I immediately have this image, you know, every Christmas Eve around midnight, I go outside and I look up to the sky and nine chances out of 10, there's always a snowfall Christmas Eve. And there's something very magical about Christmas Eve snow. And I just have this image of looking up and seeing just the swirling snowflakes falling down around. And, and it's it's almost like you're transported completely out of time and and you become everything. And that, Silver Bells always
2: reminds me of that. Mm.
1: That's, That's beautiful. That's
2: a very, very transcendental song. You're right. You yeah. It. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The, the beauty and the magic and the glitter and the, Oh. <laughs> Chivery. <laughs> awesome. That's
2: yeah. Awesome. But I don't have any of that. There's no snow.
1: It may yet oh.
2: snow. Um there's there's no yep. there's no glitter glimmer and glitter and You always have it. You know, it's in your cells.
0: Just <laughs> close close your eyes and it's there and you can feel it and you can taste it
2: on your tongue. All mm. right, we're going to set you up promoting Christmas around the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know,
0: um, my girlfriend is from, well, she lived in Australia. She's from Ontario, but she lived in Australia for a long time. And in Christmas over there, they'd be having barbecues, you know. And I thought like, what? There's something wrong with that. Like, no, like Christmas is, you know, like snowflakes and sleigh bells and, <laughs> and all of that. I couldn't imagine Christmas, you know, having a barbecue in the backyard. But, you know... There's there's magic in all different kinds
2: of ways. So, yeah. I can't even imagine Christmas in in Australia. I, yeah. Actually, you know what? I probably appreciate it a great deal. <laughs> yeah, there are times. <laughs> it makes traveling to see your family a whole heck of a lot easier. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I think. Uh, well, you know, she's back
0: in Ontario, thank God, because we're you know, we're here together and we have our family around and we've got, you know, at least two turkey dinners coming up, so
2: yay. Wow. <laughs> See we don't, we're not yeah. doing our turkey dinner until New Year's. Yeah. That's a little we'll system. Yeah. No? yeah. But we're we're odd that way. <laughs> so well, um set your own traditions. Absolutely. Yeah. All the time. It's what I do. <laughs>
1: Make your own path, play your own game. Finally, the time we can do that. Yeah,
2: there's it's no many. other way to do it. Puzzles. Absolutely. Yep.
1: Yeah, so Jason, Jason's with us. I just wanted to mention briefly. I don't mean to interrupt, but. Uh, okay, carry on. Uh, where he's finally come out with, listen, I'm making Reiki wands. He's already got three people that want to buy them. He hasn't really even got a website or anything yet. And. Um, and I told him, and I've heard from several different avenues, that the abundance answer now and, and, and forward is just create. Just create, create, and everything be all right. And uh, so as we're approaching New Year's resolutions and all that sort of thing, I just thought I would throw that in there. That's funny. Okay.
2: I think it's awesome just because I was was, um, just thinking of that um, today. But it's like everything is like right now. Right now.
1: Right now.
2: (laughs) Right now. I thought of it and all of a sudden it's here. (laughs) Voila. (laughs) No waiting anymore. Um, That's awesome, Jason. And have fun with your business, man. I'm sure it's going to be like just an incredible exciting adventure um you'll have to come on and tell us all about reiki wands and how they work because i it's one of those things that i don't know anything about
1: we'll have to schedule you in <laughs> now scheduling mid-february no waiting aisle february oh right
2: <laughs> well there you go you know cre-
0: create creating creates itself and you know like get a lot of people won't do things because they think, oh, well, you know, I can't do that because it's going to fail or, you know, whatever, but create it anyway, and and even if this particular thing doesn't pan out quite the way you thought it would, creation continues to create itself, and you just never know where it can lead.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you might, you know, meet somebody from Canada and suddenly find yourself doing a radio show, and then work even bigger than that, suddenly find yourself doing a feature-length film.
0: There you go. Who would have known? (laughs) Who would have known?
1: If somebody told me that a year ago, I would have called (laughs) them insane. There you go.
0: Yeah. Well, isn't insanity great sometimes?
1: (laughs) So much better than that normal thing.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Too funny. Ah, I love insanity. I was talking to my brother last night because it's holidays. And I said something about crazy people. And he said, well... Aren't you? And I said, Well, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And he said, But not nearly as crazy as those other people who think they're sane. (laughs) Yeah, exactly that. All right. Tell me a story. Somebody, tell me a story.
0: uh, I I was just gonna comment, you know, this whole theme of craziness and what is crazy, really. Because, again, craziness is defined according to, you know, a structure that we've been living under all this time. And everyone is going out of their minds because they don't want to be in this anymore. So, you know, what is crazy, really?
1: Yeah, because normal, really, is to just carry on doing what everybody's been doing for, like, ever. And Mm -hmm. that's enough of that. We did that long enough. You know, I mean, Henry Ford... Uh, yeah. once a long time ago, you know, said history's a bunch of bunk. The only history that's worth a tinker's damn, and this is a direct quote, I'm not cursing people, I'm just quoting. <laughs> uh, the only history that's worth a tinker's damn is the history we made today. And and that was, you know, at the turn of the century back there. Yes. Um, and so the people that have changed the world are the ones that have said, you know, pff, history, pfft. Tradition. Be crazy. Yes. like Like Steve Jobs. Be crazy.
2: hmm Yeah, I mean, if, if, if the people who have thought in the past outside of the box didn't think outside the box, didn't think beyond the boundaries of what was acceptable at the time, where would we be right now? I know we'd probably still be sitting in the dark because we wouldn't have light unless the sun was out. Um, you know, I mean...
1: You would really need the bottle lights from the Philippines.
2: <laughs> we really need the bottle lights. We didn't have bottles though. Either. No, we wouldn't have any plastic. Right. We
1: wouldn't have plastic. We wouldn't, any have, of plastic? That, you know.
2: we wouldn't have tires.
1: Because it's evolution, it all builds on itself, so you can't go back and take the Jenga block out, the whole thing'll fall over. There you um, go. And um and and that's true of each of our individual lives. You can't go back and say, you know, well, gee, I wish this hadn't happened. That really was that that was bad. <laughs> You're pulling the Jenga block. Your whole tower is going to fall over, and then you got to start again. You want to do this over again? How many thousand lifetimes you want to do this again?
2: No, no, no. I think we're going I, in
1: a really good direction. I yeah, don't want to do it again. I want to play the new game. It yeah. sounds like so much fun. And and more like what we would have come to a playground like this for to begin with. just took a little while for our kindergarten spats to wear out, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat>
2: Well, apparently there's still a few going on, but that's oh, well, okay. You know, they're fun to watch and very entertaining to play with. So, it's all good. Well, that's really the po- whole point of it
0: is to have fun and not take it seriously. You know, like like there can't be mistakes because everything that happens, you know, brings another result and another outcome of experience. So, really, why do we take it so seriously?
2: I don't know. Uh, people need to laugh a little more, I think.
1: And all this mistake stuff that you want to take... Yeah. It, it, all those mistakes brought you to here to now. So uh-huh. if you're really going to say that those things were all mistakes, then what you're saying is that you're a mistake, and pff, nothing could be further from the truth, you know. And
0: oh, yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, people all ask of me yeah. often, why? you know, what... A, What if you'd have gone ahead and gone to college? I I went to one of the highest-pressure college prep schools in Texas. Uh, You get placed on the waiting list according to your score on the entry exam. And I scored so high, they put me in. 20 kids in every class except my class. My homeroom class always had 21 because there was me. But go back, follow that, and what? You know, be one of the 1%. Mm. Drinking champagne and laughing at the people in the park? I think not. But <laughs> I'll pass on that. Thank you very much. And, and so I don't... It's the two things that I see people doing more and more that give me hope is they're giving up on the whole, if I could just fix, and they're giving up on the whole, if I could just get. Mm. And... Because those are two of the biggest lies. You can't go back and fix anything because it's not broken. And yep. say, well, how do you know I had to go through that? Because you did. <laughs> how do you know that's supposed to be there? Because it is. It, it's really that simple. And the, if I could just get that job, that girlfriend, that boyfriend, that car, that house, that la, la, la. Mm-hmm. It's 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 even a boring song. It doesn't na 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 nah, because you can get them all, and then you don't. You still don't have anything. Then what do you do? Freak out, you know? Wow, all this happiness stuff. There's an article in Huffington Post today about, you know, you're going about this happiness the wrong way.
2: Okay. You mean you're going about this happiness the wrong way?
1: Well, because you're you know that sing song boringness that I was just saying. You know, I got a million dollars in a house in the correct suburb with the correct white picket fence, which these days I suppose is the eight-foot privacy fence, you know, with cameras. Uh, I see them right near where I live here in Houston. There's parcels of land just walled off with brick way up high with barbed wire on top with cameras around. Who are these people? They didn't be having much fun in there. But that the way to go about happiness is to look at, you know, for as long as anybody has ever studied anything, if you increase the welfare of others, you're happy. And if right. you don't, you're not. And beyond sustenance and shelter, it has shown that happiness has zero to do with money past I can eat and I have a place to live, you know. I mean, you've got to be out of the weather and you got to eat. But once you get past that, there is no correlation with money and happiness at all. No correlation with possessions and happiness.
2: I've known some really really wealthy people who are really really miserable.
1: Oh, I grew up with them. It was it, Oh, they were funny. We used to laugh. My parents and I, all of us, we used to laugh about the way people would act over there in River Oaks, you know. <clears throat> And and they weren't too sure about us because we weren't old money. We hadn't had it for generations, so we might not know what to do with it. So they kind of tolerated us. And um, and we just laughed, you know. And it was, it's the oddest bunch of folks I've ever met. I mean, I was like ten, eleven years old, and I'd meet some kid on the street. We moved from, we moved about eight blocks, and 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 I met this kid, first kid I met over in the new neighborhood, new neck of the woods. And he was like, hi. And he told me his name, and I told him my name. And and um, then he asked if we were members of the country club and where my dad worked. Well, those are normal questions for a 10-year-old, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he was full of baloney. We never did get along well.
2: Really? Um, he really asked you what yes. country club you belong to and where yeah. your dad worked?
1: Yeah. first First three questions... My name. Do you belong to the country club? And where's your dad work?
2: That's and so whacked, dude. Well, that
1: that's just that just goes
2: out.
0: to show that goes to show how much we define ourselves according to you know structures of society that we've come to believe are important. And people don't know who they are because if you can't relate to those structures, well then that must mean that you're nothing, right? Well, we missed the boat because. It's all about what's inside of us. It's not about, you know, asking outside, well, if I had this or, you know, I'll get this and then I'll be that. Well, no, it's about looking inside ourselves and recognizing what we already are, what we already have.
1: Yeah, it, it, it it's amazing how how deeply it permeated society for so long. Uh, I I say for so long because I, I, I believe it's changing irrevocably yeah. now. But- well,
0: children now, are, you know, they're not so much anymore asking those questions. Well, you know, who's your dad? Are you a member of the country club? It's it's more about, well, you know, asking deeper questions about, well, what does that mean for you? What, you know, what are you doing for the planet? You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, like kids are just asking these amazing
2: questions, you know. What oh, do you make? What yeah. do you make in your spare time? Do you or, paint? Do you make videos? Do you draw? Do you write? Do you take pictures? Yeah. Do you make music?
1: And you tell them do you, you don't do any of that, and they look at you like you're an like, alien. Like, well, how
0: do you have fun? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what do you do for fun?
1: And, mm-hmm. and Bert Bear was like 12 when he did his TED Talk about food. And yeah. he basically just would throw some facts up on the screen and then look at the audience like, really? And then he'd throw some more facts up and look like, look. yeah, I mean, he, he spoke very eloquently. I don't I don't want to belittle that. But it, really, it was like he was standing up there just looking at all these adults going, D- do you, How can you, you not know you? get what
2: this? Is this? <laughs> Are you crazy?
1: And, 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 you know, in my youth, there were 10-year-olds um. asking, What's your dad doing? Do you belong to the country club? Because I'm sure if I'd have said, No, we don't belong to the country club, that he would have gotten back on his little... Um, Car and ridden away, but mm. because you know it was just not was <laughs> not done. We don't associate with those.
2: You know, oh you know what? Thank good good riddance. Um, thank you for riding away, if that's the case. Because see you later. <laughs> I don't have time.
1: <laughs> well, but sometimes I wonder if we didn't have to go that far to see to really see the value of I the heart. Think, we I had to we get almost lost from it. To say, wait a yeah. minute, wait, 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 bring that last taste of that heart thing. Wait, I want to see some of that. And then whoosh, it was like a rubber band. We're pulled way back one way and we're shooting out the other well, way. You
0: know, it's interesting, you know, because I I, I think about the people who are now most insightful and most in tune with themselves have gone through just that experience, that they've gone through these extreme opposite of experiences that they've had to go deep within their own heart and to to the point of breaking before they, you know, to, to find that truth and that resonance of, well, that's what it really is. It's almost like having to break away all of those um, pieces of armor that are shackled around us and, you know, keeping us confined. But that process, that catapulting in the elastic band is happening now in an instant and happening so easily because people get it more easily, and more readily than we used to. It's true.
2: And and people don't even get offended anymore, I think for the most part. It's like, okay, that person doesn't doesn't um vibrate in alignment with where I am right now. Okay, goodbye.
1: Okay, wow. You have fun with that over there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, the most the most favorite expression now
0: is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's just kinda of like, okay, fine. <laughs> you uh, know, so there's, there's, he there's a recognition. Yeah.
1: You wanna play there, that there. game? Go ahead. Uh yeah. Sounds really yeah. boring. But you wanna play that, go ahead, have fun. I'm over here be playing yeah. this game.
0: Yeah. So people aren't people are not shaken so much anymore by things that don't resonate in truth. And and you know it. Somehow you just you might not be able to explain it or whatever, but you just know it, you feel it, you sense it in your body and you just know that you know, this doesn't work for me, so you know, fine, you carry on, like you're perfectly fine, but I'm perfectly fine, so see you later. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just a, it's it's a comfort. No drawn, long, drawn out goodbyes and um you know, crappy big blowout fights and such. Just see you later. And that's it. And it's good.
0: I think people's tolerance for the dramas is, you know, it's not there anymore because it's just, you know, we've been there, done that. You know, it's old news. Like, let's get on with it. Let's get on with the, You know,
2: the real stuff now As, as I find it really, um, really entertaining. I'm at the point where I find it very entertaining if somebody can't accept me for exactly who I am, how I am in all my weirdness and um, strange glory um, if they can't take me for who I am, I just look at them like, okay, <laughs> that's um, that's too bad. You're kind of missing a good yeah. game, but carry yeah. on. You know, it's it's cool. Um, I, I I can't get mad anymore. It's um, it's not worth it. You know, I, I'm thinking of a couple of
0: different uh, experiences I had. Um, one of them was in my workplace. And I, I have always been, you know, pretty clear in who I am and I identifying as a lesbian, but it was never something that I felt I even needed to talk about because it's just, you know, it's who I am, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm i at work, you know, and I, at the time I worked as a counselor in a residential counseling center that we did um, counseling with individuals and groups. And so we did, like, psychoeducational groups and all that fun stuff. And one of my coworkers one day um, came in and, and said to me, they, like, do you feel like you ever need to like tell people or like like why are you so like okay with everything and I said well what's there to not be okay with like (laughs) you know it's it's just what it is and the way it is and you know when when clients come in like a lot of the clients that go through counseling a lot of them are dealing with sexuality issues they're dealing with you know family breakdown and you know adolescents who just are so messed up and don't really have any idea which way is up and you just you approach them with that place of realness It's like yeah you know this is it this is what it is and it it takes away the fear. Yeah. So you know like I just said to him like, wh- why would I not say that you know and and people would come out and you know in conversation at social gatherings this is you know a common one it was like oh you know do you have a boyfriend or are you married or you know whatever and I would just say to people well no I'm not married you know I live with my girlfriend. And they'd be kind of like, like, wow, like, you said that so easily. And, you know, like, that's cool. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't it be cool? Like, if I ask you about your wife, like, you wouldn't bat an eye. So why would I bat an eye but, you know, tell him about my girlfriend, you know? So it's just amazing to me that um, people are amazed when you're just nonchalant and speak the truth. And it's like, oh, <laughs> it just floors them. And, and I, I don't know. I guess my dream is is for the world to get to the place where everybody can do that, where and, not, and not where and not and not be amazed and not yeah. be surprised
1: that it's yeah. okay to be them yeah. themselves.
0: of course. Because, yeah, and
1: it it does I think in conversation in in you know traditional social polite conversation. So tired of polite, but uh, but hmm? it doesn't <laughs> it it leaves them word? with well, what is that? But what is but, that? But, but you know. Uh, Poe light. I don't. You know what? Is that a little light? Because it's Poe? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but post but it leaves light. them with almost post- nothing to say. Dude, they don't.
2: Dude, it's post light. It's after light. It's yeah, not light it's, anymore. It's... If you're being polite, it's not light anymore.
1: Because they're all telling their stories, and so they're picking at each other's stories, and they're kind of grinning and laughing at each other's stories, and then you just stand there and tell them the truth. They don't know what to do with that. They don't know how to communicate oh. about that. So oh, they just I, go, that's so cool, or wow, because or, or, they don't know what to do with it.
0: I had another example. This is another work example, and I have to tell you this because it was—it just it floored me when it happened. Um, we're in the office, you know, and the office talk, it was getting close to the end of the day, and, and my coworker, who happens to be a woman, she she was married, she came in and she says, oh, you know, I've had such a rough day. I'm so stressed. I can't wait to go home and have sex with my husband. And, you know, I just looked at her and I'm like, how would you feel if I just marched into the office and said to you, like, oh, you know, I've had such an awful day. I can't wait to go home and get naked and have sex with my girlfriend. And she just looked at me like flabbergasted. and Just like, oh, my God. She said, I never realized how unfair that was.
1: (laughs) Or how... Private, perhaps that is. Well, it,
0: yeah, it's like too much
1: information. I don't believe in, don't like, believe in secrets. Uh, well, but, yeah, but you know, well, just because I don't you discuss. know that a
2: couple has sex in you know in the privacy of their home doesn't mean you need to discuss it. Ever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, and this is what inspires deeper conversation about this whole
0: thing because you know common assumptions about um, gay transsexual bisexual lifestyles is that oh you know there's all this dirty stuff that goes on it's like, well you know i got news for you if i'm walking through the park with my girlfriend you know and we're holding hands we don't want to look over and see you know some guy and girl half naked slammed against a tree like go get a room like i don't need to see that no more than anybody needs to see two women or two men slammed against a tree half naked like like
1: like we're nobody, finished with doing it the way they do it on the discovery it, you it, you know? channel okay sometimes,
0: it's you know sometimes. oh I, but, my god but this is the kind of thing that cracks me up because you know there are these stereotypes and there are these expectations about you know lifestyle <laughs> issues and these are the things that make it scary for young people to admit that wow you know if i admit that that's what i am everybody's going to think that that's what i want and what i expect well no <laughs>
2: It's just oh it's crazy. Oh, I'm sorry, it's just too funny. Um yeah,
1: Well, you know, and everybody of another lifestyle is doing they're doing weird things. Yeah. Weird, it's weird. They must be doing strange things in there. No, not really. We were doing the dishes. Hello? We we do laundry like you. Uh, exactly. It, it it's what I love so much about Zach Walls when he got up and gave that speech about, you know yeah. My gosh, what if two women raised a raised a kid. What would that look like? Well, it would look a lot like me. (laughs) Uh I'm I'm an Eagle Scout. I'm college. (laughs) I have my own business. I, you know, pretty cool guy, I think. Oh my goodness. My
2: conversations uh, with my girlfriends have never been any different than my conversations with my boyfriends. I don't understand. (laughs) Why would people assume that it's, I I can't wrap my head around it. I just... (laughs) Well, I'm having trouble with that, guys. I really am with assuming that just because it's a woman and a woman, or a man and a man, that they're talking about or living different lifestyle than than a normal couple would live. They still have to eat. They still got to clean the house. They still, you know, they still hang out, watch TV, play video games, whatever it is. Go for walks. Have pets. Wash the dog.
1: (laughs) Haven't spent a decade in real estate. I worked with a lot of. men that would identify as homosexual. And one of them actually, we got to be pretty good friends. I was working together with him on some projects. And and he he, he told me, he said, you know, I was married for 18 years. And I left out of that relationship because I decided I was gay and because I decided that relationship wasn't working. And then I got my first long-term boyfriend, and we had the same problems that my wife and I used to have. See, here you go. See, he said,
2: <laughs> why you? he
1: said. He said the problems were the problems, and it, it was because yeah. most of it was because I was an ass. But <laughs> it didn't make any difference if it was my wife or my boyfriend. Uh, it was just the same. Yeah. And <laughs> and it, why wouldn't why wouldn't it be like you said? Why wouldn't it be? It,
2: I don't know. You know. It, you know.
1: I leave my socks on the floor, and I make a mess out of the toothpaste tube. So yep. my, you know, neat freak. Spouse. Mate
2: yeah.
1: significant other. Take a pick a word. Pick a card. Any card. Partner. Yeah. Friend. My
2: best friend. Drives them best crazy. Because that's you know. what they're supposed to be, damn it. And it shouldn't matter if they're man, woman, or well, man, uh, woman. Or uh, or either or or uh-huh. both. Because there's a lot of that happening right now as my daughter just um pointed out recently by posting something on my wall and I saw it on um on a show the other day. I would say I've seen it on TV a lot lately. Lately, there's a lot of transgender children being born right now. A lot of them.
0: My my People
2: nephew. Get over that. My
0: my nephew was born as a girl. Okay. Miserable. Went through teenage years. I, cu- I couldn't figure it out. And I for a long time I thought you know something really must have happened. I thought well maybe she was raped. Maybe you know something happened. But one day. She sat down with me and had this conversation and said, you know, in actual fact, I'm a boy. My nephew now has has gone through like a lot of the process of that transformation and, you know, drug therapy has legally changed his name. So for all intents and purposes, he he is he he's my nephew and I have never seen him more settled and content and more able to, you know, live a creative inspired life
2: than he is now because he's being true to who he is. And I'm telling you, people have to get over that there are parents out there who are now letting their kids choose at the age of four, five, six. They know, okay, a five-year-old knows, they know damn well that they are in the wrong freaking body.
1: (laughs) Get over it, people. Well, Or or my goddaughter that has had girlfriends and boyfriends. Mm -hmm. And what's the problem?
2: Well, that's what yeah. I said. I wrote about it in all three of my books. If anybody's surprised now that I've had girlfriends and boyfriends, then you all need to read up.
1: Cause yeah, really. I, I've Buy written some books, about it. Yeah. Buy if some anybody
2: books. is shocked by that, I've talked about it. I've blogged about it. I've written about it. I don't hide it. I don't run around going, I'm bisexual. Woohoo! My and boyfriend knows label, he don't care.
1: Label somebody the minute that they label. do that. What does that You know, oh, I see, you're bisexual.
2: But it, it, no, I'm curious.
1: I love this one. I love that one. What?
2: It had nothing to do with physicality, actually, in every single instance. It had absolutely nothing to do with physicality. It's what inside
1: that counts. Oh, it
2: really, it had not, honestly, it had nothing to do with the physicality in all of those relationships. It was all about the personality of the person. I could not care that that person was a woman because, damn it, I loved her. And that was it. And that's what it boiled down to, and that's where I come from—the space of love is love. I don't care if it's love; it's love. You can't put a gender on that. I'm sorry, you can't.
1: No, it's just silly.
2: And it blows my mind. But, Anybody who now who's surprised at that just—it just shocks me. I'm I look, just like, wow.
1: They, they were very important labels to uh, to bring things out of the darkness, to bring light onto the subject, so that we could. Come to acceptance with it, but I dream of the day when terms like gay and bisexual and transsexual and transgendered and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, 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 I long for day humanitarian. A, a, those words are not used.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, well, it's,
1: when, you, when somebody would not quite understand you, they would say, "Oh, that must be ancient English." Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But, you know, it's it's funny, you know, when you mention that, because, you know, a lot of times when it comes up in conversation and I find myself in a conversation talking about homosexuality, it almost seems like strange to me because I stopped for a minute and was like, oh, yeah, I'm a lesbian. (laughs) You know, it's it's almost like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I forgot about that, you know, (laughs) because, you know, we just live our lives, you know, we do what we do and we are who we are and, you know, lesbian or whatever other term you want to put on it you know it's, it's kind of secondary
2: well you Doesn't know what matter that's, that's exactly it you know i don't think about it currently right now i have a boyfriend i'm very happy with him yeah um he knows that i've had girlfriends he has no issues with that however he's not feeling threatened either by the fact that you know now i have twice as many people to possibly leave him for <laughs> I've had that issue in the past with people going, "Oh, now I have to compete with men and women. Are you kidding me? um, but it's it's it I don't think about it. I don't think about it. I really don't until it comes up to somebody and somebody yep. says something to me, and then I'm like,
1: Huh,
2: wow, I can't believe that offends you, you know well, I like a, to do some, that, or
1: sometimes just have that you know you're in a relationship with another woman and look, holy shit, you're a woman. I didn't know this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, it, it, yeah.
1: It, because you know, it, it it. I think it's natural, you know. It it. What is it? Hundred and I, they've got this huge list of species that do that, and yeah. we're the only ones that lie about it.
2: Yeah. What's yeah. What's yeah. up with
1: that? You know. Yeah. <laughs> and and sure. that's what. That to me can be a real perception changer for people. Is we're the only ones that lie about it? It's not that.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not that we're. That's what's different. It's not that we do these things. It's the lying that's different, people. But. Uh, but I'm
2: telling you, you know, it's changing. It's changing in such a big way. People are, you know, we're sitting here talking about. Can you can't wait till people stop talking about it? Um, and five years ago, we just wanted people to be able to talk about it. So that's how quickly things have progressed. You know, this is not a conversation that we, you would have had out in the open five, six years ago.
1: Oh, probably not a conversation we could have had with our rating on Blog Talk. We'd have had to change to mature audiences or something.
2: Right. You so know. you know, that's how, that's how quickly it's it's progressing. That's how quickly it's changing. So who knows in five years? It's, I mean, there's probably not going to be a title, and it's not going to be a it's not going to matter.
1: I know that the, these kids today. The young ones, it doesn't really seem to matter to them.
2: I don't think the kids are going to tolerate it mattering much longer, no. to be honest. Because no. they seem to get quite annoyed. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, yeah,
0: because there's much more interesting things to talk about now. Thank heaven. About, you know, the the planetary changes, about, you know, this higher conscious evolution. and you know, yeah. evolving of a new species of humanity. And, you know, those are all much more interesting things. And, it, you know, it goes back to what we, all of us were saying earlier about, you know, the, the stories that we get involved in, in the dramas. And, you know, it, it's just, it's old news. Like, get over
2: it. Get on with it. Shifting yeah. DNA. That's a cool topic. Yeah. yeah.
1: We'll talk about that.
2: That's a really cool topic.
1: Raised vibration you know? on the planet. the The communication grid of, heart-to-heart, heart well, all we these things. Talk
2: about the yeah, facts. well, the
0: the string theory, you know, that's another popular topic of conversation these days. But, yeah, like...
2: Let's just, talk about the fact that 14-year-olds are talking about metaphysics and the string yes. theory. So how about let's discuss that for a minute, because that's freaking fascinating to me. That videos, I was I've, videos I've,
1: all over YouTube from kids 14, 15, 16 years old. Quantum physics is... this. Look, people, this is what quantum <laughs> physics is. Have yeah. you ever been down the road, and 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 they explain quantum physics like it was nothing, and it is nothing, you know. It's not this complex, cryptic hoo ha. But, but
2: there's sixty year olds who are bashing their heads against walls, going, "I can't figure it out. It's too compute physics." What? No.
1: Evolution's the thing, man. We, you know, I could program the VCR. My parents couldn't for like twenty years, and these kids okay. today are, you know, I'm pretty good with computers. I'm. I've actually worked in that field, and but these kids today can make them do flips compared to what I can do, you know. Mm-hmm. And and it, because they were they're they're born cable ready these days, you know. Yes. It's 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 no no longer. I think the fact that uh you know six generations have to pass before the the wisdom sort of catches up and is is inborn in the, the new ones. I think it's just happening on a weekly basis almost almost an instant faces. And uh, because these little ones coming in are just, you know, wow, cool. look out, people. They're just, like we're you so said, cool. they're not going to put up with it. They'll be just okay. like, yeah, whatever, go over there.
2: <laughs> what you what? We don't do that. It's not allowed. So, Nancy, tell us, yeah. because we're getting close on to, what do you got coming up next? What are you doing next? When are you coming back to visit? Um, what are you doing for Christmas?
0: Oh boy, you, you know,
2: <laughs> I don't know how to answer that.
0: I'm I'm just um taking it as it comes. I I don't know there's constant evolution. Um I'm going to be I'm teaching some classes in meditation. I'm having conversations with people about conscious evolution. I'm um feeling my writing in the background screaming at me wanting to, you know, be expressed and um putting it all together and coming to terms with my own cosmic unfolding and and my life experiences going to be expressed in another series of books that are just waiting to give birth. Um, Christmas, um, family time. Um, My my father died about five months ago. He um, had cancer and it uh, really put a whole different spin on the family dynamic, and it's just really amazing and beautiful um, what his passing brought to us. And so this Christmas in particular has been a lot of emphasis on family and um, just really feeling that need to stay close to home and and really value my loved ones and being with that space of, of just home, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm
2: doing. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm excited yeah. that you're doing um, that. You're gonna do more books. Um, for oh, anybody yeah. who's out there listening, Obscurity in Your Face. I've read it. I absolutely loved it. I remember when she handed it to me. She, she was she was still in her. I'm not sure about this phase. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still not I'm, sure what are you talking about <laughs> I'm looking at this book oh gosh,' says, I'm looking at this book and i'm I'm looking at the place where I was when I wrote it, and i'm I'm just not that person anymore, and I don't know if I'm gonna keep it out or if I'm not, and here, just take it and um, I read it, and I absolutely loved it because it brought me back to that that time when I was first just trying to find my own way um and I think it's it's a really valuable tool for anybody who is finding themselves going, wow, there's a lot more going on in the world than I realize. Um, and trying to find coping mechanisms to the beginning of the journey, Obscurity in Your Face is an excellent book for that. And it's it's so honest and it's so light and it's just, you know it's what, raw. Checked out. <laughs> it's, it's raw, but it's awesome. Yeah. I really loved yeah. it. I still love it. I, I'd read it again. I read it twice. I'd read it again. Um, so you guys, you know, pick it up. You know, go visit her on her on her blog site, her website, and and order the bloody thing from her. You know,
1: got, got links up in the chat room. <laughs> you know, They'll be on the archive.
0: And you know, I I had to tell you, I read this book over and over again, and every time I read it, I still feel something awakening and growing in me and it, it's just I'm astounded that that's even me, <laughs> like it's me, but it's not me, and it's like wow it's <laughs> I'm, so i I still like i'm I'm baffled and intrigued, and i I don't know it's just that is the start of something much bigger that I think is the much bigger that's within all of us that just needs to be expressed and and needs to have an avenue of being able to be expressed.
2: And and I think that's really valuable for people just because your writing is so honest and it is so pure and it's so, it's so you, it's, it is really, it's in your face. Um, and it, you're not going to get much more raw than that. It's, 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 it's how the journey goes, kids. It's it's not to say that this yours is going to be exactly like that, but Mm -hmm. it is to say that when you, you get befuddled and confused and a little lost and you're like, what the hell am I doing? Then yep. you have a book in your hands that says, "Oh, she did that too, cool. I'm good." <laughs> you know, I'm not lost cuz look where she is now. So, pick it mm-hmm. up. It's a good it's a good read. I loved it. It's um it's
0: also available in electronic version that I've um just posted it on uh, lulu.com. Oh, yeah. So so anyone who would like a printed copy can contact me directly it is available through Amazon and Trafford and a whole bunch of other avenues. But, um, if they contact me directly, I can, um, send buy, it first. Per- yep. But Lulu.com, you can get an electronic version.
1: And I've got links up to your websites in the chat room. We'll have them on the archive. Awesome. Uh, uh, you guys go visit Inceptional Soul and, uh, Nancy com both. Um, uh, Lots of and and check out what she's there. doing
2: with the Gaia Center too. Yeah, there's um, links to that there. Really um, amazing work going on with the Gaia Center as well. And she's an excellent blogger. Yeah. So Thank you. It's all Do, fun. You know, I I'm I'm just
0: continually inspired and and you know the, the what you and rake are doing with this show and you know the the looking younger project and the film project coming down the pipe all of those things to me are a testament to the journey that we're all going through and and it's just i'm amazed by all that and, and i think it's fantastic
2: it's just fun it's <laughs> i mean i <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't fun. I gotta be this is my flat out honest answer. If I if I was not happy doing this, if I was not having a good time, if I was not enjoying the conversations that I get to have twice a week with people from around the world who are just really incredibly inspiring and uplifting, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I I would I, not. I can
1: testify to that uh, because yep. she won't do a Skype call with you if it. She'll I've experienced. Look, but, but this. <laughs> Look, this just didn't any, this just didn't any, I'm not, this didn't any, I am not this is not any i got to go. I gotta right
2: go. I gotta yeah, go. I'm not gonna
1: <laughs> talk to you. I'll talk to you again, probably. Maybe. Just
2: but. later. Um, but it's true. I I love what we do. We're really blessed. We're really lucky to have such incredible um, guests that have such incredible followers and listeners and family out extended family who come and visit us and chat with us in the chat room during the show and comment on our on our Facebook pages and comment on our website. And um, just we're really, really lucky to get to do what we do. It's cool. Um, I can't
1: would strongly encourage all of you to do the same. If something's in your heart, something's something's on you, man, it would be just so cool to do this. Just go do it. Just take the first step. The pathway will not appear until you're about to step down into nothingness. And then the pathway appears because we're creating our own games, our own paths as we go now. So forget the... Oh, I see the entire path from here to there. I've got every detail worked out. Just give it up.
2: And, and trust okay. me when I say that anybody that you perceive as being in your way, um, other than the fact that the only person who's in your way really is you, but anybody that you perceive as being in your way is just going to disappear and melt away anyways. So um, concentrate on you and your joy and your happy space and what makes you tick and what makes you smile, what makes you laugh. Go in that direction Happy walking, happy travels, and just enjoy life because
1: really it's the only way to succeed at anything. And call, call us up later and tell us about it because and it's going to be a it. blast of a story, I'm telling you.
2: You can come be a guest on the show and you can join the ranks of all the amazing other people from around the world who've been doing the same thing and coming to tell their stories on the show because that's what people do here at Everyday Connection. They go, oh, hey, I got connected and guess what I did. Um, and that's cool. That's why we love our job so much because... Look what people are doing! Y'all are so cool. Just
1: awesome, just <laughs> awesome. So
2: human beings are just cool. I love you. Know, they rock.
1: That would be our That would be our season's greetings: is to just give thanks and appreciation for each and every one of you that's ever listened, um, ever been on the show,
2: or who's ever been. Human beings are cool.
1: Yeah.
2: Y'all need I, to look around at each other and, and realize how cool we are. Sure.
1: People send me a link on my wall on Facebook and say, you know, thanks for accepting my friend request. I go, thanks for the gift of friendship and for all you do and – and then in all capitals I put B.
2: B, 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 B. Because
1: that's Robin. the most important thing. I, you know, I don't – I didn't ask them what they do. I'm not really, you know, they want to share what they do. That's cool. But I'm glad that they be. Just be you, B. Be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. And uh, – and, you know, like I said, please keep us on your phone list. You know, <laughs> we want the first interview before you go, you know, blockbuster famous, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know, I was just thinking when you are saying about, you know, just being that, you know, when, when you are being the best in you, that is the best in me and vice versa. And that's why, you know, the the essence of... The bigger picture is all about is that you know we don't have to compare to anyone else just be our own truth and be you know that inspiration that's deep within our own core because that core is the essence of all everyone everything that we do in our together so thank you so much for that
1: and you and you
2: yeah, yeah, it really is. It's all about the guests and the listeners. It's just so much fun. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right.
1: Speaking of guests right. and listeners, okay. um, who do we have? We're going to have David <gasps> Yay! Hang. Coming to play the hang and talk about hang
2: out with us. That's awesome. Hang out
1: and and uh, it's Jane's Christmas present to herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has claimed on several occasions, and uh, so you can come listen to the music and uh it it will be a blast it always is where uh the guests show up they, we have cranky mornings all morning the guests show up the lights go on and it's just a blast so
2: so come hang out with us
1: we'll see you tuesday everybody have a and um in uh, the, merry
2: the meantime christmas, christmas, or, merry christmas eh
1: or happy solstice that just passed uh talk about cycles life Mm-hmm. Uh, so sweet dreams on a silent night for everybody, and we'll see you back Tuesday.
2: <laughs> Stay connected.
1: Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me. And be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection worried you might miss an episode don't worry subscribe find us on itunes by searching for everyday connection radio subscriptions are free just like your everyday connection Big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contracts ever. And keep the phone a number you love. Just text the word BYOP to
2: 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile, out with the old, in with the simple.
1: Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy
2: policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions.
0: Juicy sibling steak, hand tossed original dough, a
2: four cheese blend, and Papa John's creamy signature Philly sauce. It's like the best cheesesteak sandwich ever, but way better because it's on a pizza, which means you can share it. So show some brotherly or whateverly love and get yourself one today. Right now at Papa John's, get a large
0: Philly or any large specialty Papa John's pizza for just 12 bucks. Yes, 12 bucks. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. At participating U.S. stores, prices may vary, tax and tip and fee extra.